Whew. Welcome to Thoughts Off the Staff. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking on some more spinach wedding cake at 31%. Why? Because I really enjoyed it last time. That's right. So in the bong, we've got a little bit of that, which is still smoking. Maybe we'll put that out a little bit. Boop, 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 boop. And then in the joint, we've got the same thing. Because I figured, fuck it, why not? It's Friday and I want to go full blown. <laughs> That's right. So thank you for joining me, Justin Peroni, on your Friday to start it off right at 4.20 p.m. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, happy whatever day it is for you. And I hope you're enjoying your weekend. I hope you had a good week. Um, and I hope, yeah, you're just enjoying life in general. So this week, we've got Stone Stories. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I don't know if that sound really goes with it, but I've got some, I've got a couple good stories to tell you and some solid weed facts for this week. A little sip of water, get that going. Let's start this off right, folks. Let's light these joints, light your joints. Let's smoke. Mm-hmm. So the first story I want to talk about was back when I was in university. I used to try and get up to all kinds of shit. I used to drink all the time. Basically, it was a giant party. My first year of university, I went to York U. And I decided that instead of doing schoolwork, I was going to spend as much time as possible getting drunk. <laughs> and having a good time. And I did that pretty fucking well. Well, this one night, uh, my parents... Okay, so my parents had gone down to the down to the states i'm in canada obviously you can see the flag if not you're listening to this i'm from canada <laughs> and this podcast is out of canada that's right um but yeah so my parents had gone down to uh i think it was like north carolina or something and they came back with a 30 pack of bud light now it's bud light and i'm canadian and i was drinking a lot at the time so bud light doesn't really do a lot it takes a lot to get a lot you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta get a few in you before you get drunk so um, they had brought this case to me. So my roommate and I, we lived in the, in this dorm room. We had this one fridge. I've loaded up the fridge with all the beer. Okay. We decide that it's, it was, I think a Friday night. We decide that we're going to drink all afternoon into the evening and then head down to the bar. Now my roommate had acquired <laughs> a wheelchair as his desk chair. So excuse me, the fun game or the game that we always played was see who could get, who could drink the most and still do wheelies down the hallway. So I sat myself in this chair at about three o'clock in the afternoon. I decided that I wasn't getting out of the chair until the 30 pack was gone. So I drank the third, almost, I think I'm pretty sure it was the whole 30 pack, but I don't think I drank the whole 30 pack before I went to the bar. I think I drank like 20. <laughs> before I went to the bar and a bunch of a screwdriver a, a, a what was it like vodka and orange juice a bunch of screwdrivers so I was pretty lit up I didn't realize how lit up I was until we decided to go to the bar <laughs> because I had been in the wheelchair all night all day all night okay so I go to stand up I can't stand <laughs> it was not I wasn't going to be able to walk to the bar so I decide, I get this bright idea. 
I'm going to take the wheelchair to the bar and see if I could get in. Okay. Now, allegedly, <laughs> I'm only 18 at the time. So I was using an ID that I had acquired from my roommate. It was his older brother who on the ID was 23. Now, the problem with this ID, with us, with this ID, was the fact that I'm 18, I look 18. I had, I have, or had, I don't know, maybe I don't know, but I had a baby face. <laughs> so I couldn't grow even like peach fuzz to try and, you know, look older or anything like that. So I'm taking this ID. The guy clearly looks older than me. I'm 265 pounds, so I'm pretty heavy, okay? And it's not good 265 pounds. It's a fat 265 pounds, okay? So I am I figure I'll try to take this ID. I'll try to go to the bar. It was the first time I had gone to the bar, like, at night, right? Because if you went... So, okay, all right, let me explain some. So on, on the York U campus, underneath every residence, pretty much, there's a bar. So we would normally go to the one under our residence. The one under our residence had, like, you could take, you could get a wristband and say you're underage so they won't serve you alcohol, but i get my friends to get me alcohol anyway, right? Well, this other bar that we were going to didn't have that policy. You had to be, I think it was, I think it's 19 to get in. And um, so I knew this ID was not going to fucking work to save my life. So I wheel up. <laughs> okay, so first I get in the wheelchair where we're, we're I, we get halfway to the elevator and I realize I can't walk far enough. There's no way I'm getting in and I'm not going to convince anybody with this ID that I'm old enough to be in there or that it's really me. Okay, so I go back to the room. My roommate and I are trying to figure out what the fuck to do here. So I figure I'll take the wheelchair down to the bar. So we wheel down. Okay. Everybody knows me in the elevator, so they're all laughing, think it's funny as shit. I'm wheeling in the elevator, trying to get out, all this stuff. We go over to the bar, okay? We're waiting in line. It gets up to my turn. I hand the guy my ID. Like I said, I'm 265 pounds at the time of, like, blob, okay? <laughs> and even though I knew the bouncer, kind of, like, through another friend, I was like, he probably won't let me in. And he didn't know I was underage. So... <laughs> so I hand him this ID where the guy is clearly like six foot two. I'm five eleven. Okay, six foot two or six foot three. All right. He's like maybe 165 pounds. <laughs> so we're like a good hundred pounds off here. I just I, I reel up, I hand him the ID. His hair is blonde, alright? I first of all, when I had illustrious head of hair, <laughs> I I uh I my hair is dark brown. Okay, this guy's hair is like dirty blonde. <laughs> Dude, I'm so, I'm so stupid. Anyway, so I hand the bouncer the ID. I'm sitting in the wheelchair and I could see him mulling it over, being like, I don't know about this, man. So my thought is get out of the chair and go, oh my God, I've been healed. <laughs> so I do that. <laughs> so right as he's mulling over this ID and looking at the age and stuff, and the guy's like, three or four years older than me, like I said, he's like 23, I'm 18, I don't look anywhere near what this guy looks like, it's, it was a bad situation overall, like a bad idea overall, right, so I see him freaking out, I see the, the bouncer getting ready to like, deny me entry, <laughs> okay, so, so I stand up out of the wheelchair and go, oh my god, it's a miracle, I've been healed, <laughs> he starts laughing, 
He just looks at me and goes, oh, fuck it. And he's like, go in, man. Just stay in the wheelchair. Don't get out of the wheelchair. I said, fine. So we roll in. Okay. couple things. I want to tell you about this wheelchair situation. All right. First of all, you want to pick up girls? Wheelchair. But you got to come up with an excuse that if you're doing what I did, that doesn't make it seem like you're always in the wheelchair, like you're going to heal and get out of the wheelchair, right? So I went on the premise that I had like sprained my ankle. <laughs> Stupid premise, okay? And so great for picking up girls, all right? That worked really well. Also great for, I don't know, maybe acquiring dartboards because I don't know if you know this about wheelchairs, but if you spend a lot of time in a wheelchair, you get yourself a little padded butt rest, butt seat thing, cushion, right? <laughs> so my roommate had one of those because it was his desk chair. Dart boards fit perfectly under these things and you can't tell that you have them. <laughs> so if you need a dart board <laughs> and you want to find a way to get a dart board, wheelchairs might be the answer. I'm not saying steal anything. I'm just saying that there's the opportunity to acquire the things that you need when you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's not the end of the story. I was just taking a puff of the joy. Okay, so we get into the bar, have a good night, come home with the dartboard. Somehow, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> and uh, we're leaving the bar. Now, when I left the bar, so there's... In these residents, there's an elevator that takes you down to the bar. There's also generally like two entrances, one at the front, one at the back that allow you out. So they were ushering everybody out of the back, right? Where there's so basically a wall of stairs that you have to climb up. <laughs> so it's me and like two other buddies get to the stairs. I wheel up to the stairs. <laughs> Fucking, I'm sitting there looking at them. I'm just drunk, like hammered. So I'm just sort of like, okay, I got to get up there, right? <laughs> Think nothing of it. Bunch of people come up. Group of girls comes up and like, oh, let me help you up the stairs. I'm, I'm 265 pounds. I don't know how they're going to lift me up these stairs. Like, they're not going to fucking, like, it's not happening. You're not doing it, okay? You're not putting me on your shoulders. You're not walking me around like the king of Egypt or any of that shit, okay? Like, good luck. Okay, so then a couple guys walk up and they're like, oh, here, man, let me let us help you. And I, <laughs> I look the guy straight in the face <laughs> and I go, excuse me, I am capable. I got this. <laughs> I stand up out of the chair. I lift it up over my head <laughs> and I walk up the stairs. I have never been called so many names in my life. <laughs> I was hammered. I didn't think about it. I just thought it'd be a funny gag. It worked out pretty good because we cruised around, uh, we, oh shit, we cruised around the campus and we met up with actually some people that I had known, that I, that I knew from my neighborhood, which I did, who I didn't know went to the university. So we partied with them for a bit, wake up the next morning, <laughs> my roommate and I wake up to our, uh, RA resident advisor, which is generally like a senior student, like a, you know, a grad student or whatever, <laughs> knocking on our door being like, Hey, have you guys heard about this guy on our floor that's supposedly in a wheelchair? <laughs> we were like, we were like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Dude, uh, later on that day, I cut my, one of my buddies, 
So yeah, so that was how that, so everybody knew me as the wheelchair guy after. But then one of my buddies and I, we decided we had to, we wanted to go pick up beer. Now he was of legal age, so I was just going to help to bring the beer back, right? So we both have rollerblades. So we decide we're going to rollerblade to the beer store. But before we head out, we go, we're like, well, it's going to be heavy carrying like, we were carrying like four cases. So two cases a piece, right? Or maybe it was just two cases. I think it was two cases. And we figured it'd be too much of a pain in the ass. And what if like we tripped and fell, broke all the beer, things like that. So we decide, oh, we'll take the wheelchair with us. <laughs> and we'll load that up like a shopping cart and bring it back with all the beer in it, right? So everything goes great going to the fucking beer store. Nobody says anything. Nobody bothers. They're just like, oh, okay, two guys with a wheelchair, right? Well, on the way back, <laughs> we decide to take turns riding in the wheelchair because we have rollerblades on. Not that you need rollerblades, but I'm saying. So we would switch off every few blocks and one of us would push the wheelchair with the other guy in it holding the cases of beer. We get back on campus, smooth sailing until we turn the fucking corner to our residence where we got to go in. And as we turn the corner, there's this, there's... A mom, a dad, and a kid that's clearly on, like, a campus, this is what it's like tour sort of thing. The kid's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> we just put our heads down, try to cruise around, and the mom goes, Oh, sweetie, look at what they're doing with the chair. That's so funny. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, it was the most awkward thing ever, but so much fun. We were known as the fucking wheelchair guys. It was an awesome time. We had a great time. So I recommend that if you ever get access to a wheelchair and you get the chance to get really drunk and just fuck around with it, try wheelies. Cause that used to be like, that was our drinking game uh, when I was there was that you would have to, uh, we'd see who could make it all the way around. Like, so the residence is like a, an, uh, bleh, an apartment complex, right? So there's a hallway where the elevator's in the middle and the bathroom's in the middle. So it's a hallway of dorms all the way around the outside. So the hallway's essentially a big square. And uh, we, would have, we would see who could hold the wheelie the longest. And wherever you dropped, you had to take a drink, start again, and go around. He did it like three times in a row. It was fun as hell until we all started bailing because then we got all ballsy once we got good at going around the hallways. We tried to go into the rooms. Well, it going into the rooms on two wheels is a pain in the fucking ass because there's a little, like door guard divider line on the floor and it's like a little mini speed bump so like you wheel over that you generally end up flipping backwards <laughs> but yeah wheelchairs are fucking good times man especially when you know you're inebriated enough <laughs> to fall backwards and not feel the bump you know <laughs> yeah it was good times So my second stone story, this one is actually a stone story. I know the other one wasn't really a stone story. It was more of like a got drunk and did dumb shit story. <coughs> but the stone story that I've got, okay. <laughs> so one night I'm hanging out with my boy. Everybody likes a good like shit your pants story, right? <laughs> well, listen up. Because if that's your deal, this one should get you good. So... Oh, I'm over at my buddy's, we're having a few drinks, we're smoking some weed, smoking a lot of weed, and it's me and these two other guys that, like, 
we get up to mischief when we're together. We do dumb shit. <laughs> so, and my one of my favorite things, I don't know if it is as much anymore, but it used to be. For a little while, I got really excited about, like, surprise mushroom nights. So, because I like doing them with people that I have fun with, right? And uh, so, sometimes when we would get together, very rarely, like once a year, there'd be a time when the three of us just had the house to ourselves, to my buddy's house to, to ourselves. So we would do a little bit of mushrooms, right? So one of these nights happens <laughs> and I'm over at my buddy's. We're smoking some weed, having a few drinks. And then like, I don't know, maybe a couple hours in, the guy that owns the house is like, hey, you guys want to do some mushrooms? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we take the mushrooms, okay? Everything's going good. Conversation, great. <laughs> Having a good time, laughing, blah, blah, whatever. At a certain point, this is probably like two hours in to, like two hours from the time that we took the mushrooms. And I don't take a lot of mushrooms. I only take a little bit, just enough to like get a good buzz going. But I guess the mix... <laughs> of the mushrooms, the weed, and the booze were like too much. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> okay. So I get up and I'm like, man, I'm gonna fucking, I gotta, I, I'm gonna throw up. So I stand up to go. So we're in, okay, I should explain. We're in a back room where it's, there's a door to the kitchen. And then there's a door to the backyard. So in emergencies, if you can't make it upstairs to the bathroom, you can always hop out the back door to do your business or whatever you need to do. And in my case, I needed to get rid of everything that was in my stomach. <laughs> or so I thought. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting on a stool at the far end of the room away from the door. All of a sudden, out of nowhere... I start to get this feeling like, oh man, it, you know what it was? It was like a green out slash like, I'll tell you, I'll describe and you could decide what it was. But I think it was like a green out and the mix of everything just, just shut me down. Okay. It's like a reset button. So basically I'm sitting on this, on this chair, on this uh, stool at the far end of the room. Okay. I start to feel like all of a sudden I'm going to like, my stomach gets upset. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And then I start getting that tunnel vision where everything fucking closes into a small little circle in front of you. Right. And I'm like, oh fuck, I got to go outside and throw up, get some fresh air. Cause like this room got pretty, you know, smoky and like, it was, it was definitely hot boxed. So I go to move to the door. I stood up. I took two fucking steps. <laughs> okay. And pew, down I went. Luckily, my two buddies caught me before I hit the ground. I woke up staring at the ceiling and the two of them laughing at me and being like, oh, fuck, what's happening? <laughs> All I could say was, did I just shit myself? <laughs> I fully thought I had shit myself. I was like, dude, did, like I was asking them. I didn't say, hey, I'm fine. Everything's good because I was fine. Everything was good. <laughs> no, that's not true. I lied to you. Sorry. <laughs> so... I, that happened. I asked if I shit myself. They said no, because <laughs> you'd smell it, right? So 
I was in no shape to get up, but I was fine. Like everything was good. I just had like a little bit of a green out attack over here. Okay. So I'm now curled up on the floor, <laughs> just laying there, not really able to stand up or get up or whatever. I think it was like a half an hour, 45 minutes later, maybe an hour where I finally got up and I was like, dude, they told me what happened where I stood up to go outside and I just down. I went, didn't spill my beer. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> okay. But I thought I shit myself. So I'm like, dude, I got to go upstairs and like, see what the fuck is going on here. I go upstairs. I didn't shit myself. <laughs> I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I thought I did. <laughs> nope. It took a big shit, <laughs> but yeah, it was surprising to me. But have you ever been in that situation where like everything just catches up to you all at once? And it was still a good trip. I didn't have a freak. I wouldn't even consider that bad. I consider that a funny moment in the middle of something bad happening. Kind of, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. It still provides entertainment to this day. You know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that means it's time because it's the ganja gong. It's for time for weed facts. I'm high as fuck. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. <laughs> I hope you're high. I hope you're ready for some fun ass weed facts. Because I got a few weed facts from, where is it? StoneCitizen.com. And I'll put the link on Tots420.com in the menu. Uh, and you can hit the weed facts link and find more of these facts. Because this is just a few from the list. And then... Yeah. All right. So weed fact number one. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to read this because it's like way more important than I read it. I think I feel as like a pothead, a pothead, as a pothead and somebody that is like an advocate for marijuana. I would say that I have to read this out loud. Did you know that Henry Ford designed and made a car from hemp in 1941 from hemp, baby? The, uh, automi the automobile used hemp biofuel and was almost entirely made of plant material. The only steel in the car was its tubular welded frame. Uh, Ford made the car with 70% of cellulose fibers from what, uh, wheat straw, hemp, and cecil, plus 30% resin binder. Dude, we can do that shit. I'm telling you. Environment, hello. <laughs> Way to go, Henry Ford. I did not know that. I, I don't know if you did. If you didn't, now you do. But how fucking cool is that? The only metal was the frame. And the bump, well, I would assume the bumpers, but it doesn't say that. It just says the frame. <coughs> so, dude, how awesome. All right. Also, okay. So this goes out to like the older gentleman. Or, I don't know, anybody really. If you're going to use Viagra, know that it does not mix with weed. It's not a good idea. Excuse me. Viagra won't break down as readily in the blood in the blood of someone who's been, who's been smoking weed. Because marijuana compounds can inhibit certain liver enzymes. Mixing cannabis and Viagra is therefore not a good idea and could cause a heart attack. New research proves that cannabis could actually be more effective in treating erectile dysfunction. So it's best you light one up instead of taking Viagra. There you go. Ha! Fucking weed, man. <laughs> Fact number three. This one was just fun because I now wonder if like 
I now wonder if like if something if an animal eats weed all the time, can you get high if you eat that animal? <laughs> I thought of the day, baby. All right, so this brings me to weed fact number three. In the kingdom of Bhutan, pigs don't necessarily fly, ha <laughs> ha, but they do get high. For generations, the Bhutanese people have been feeding their pigs cannabis to fatten them up. Marijuana is an appetite stimulant, so the porkers get munchies from eating Simfu cannabis, which is Bhutan's most famous strain. The taste profile of Thimfu is described as tasting both sweet and sour with a hint of earthiness. How about that? So that's my question. <laughs> For the weed fact segment, my question is this. If you then eat the bacon from those pigs, can you, is it weed infused bacon? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. I hope you're having a good smoke. Or drink, or whatever you do it. If you just watch this, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy it. I don't think. But then again, I'm doing it, not watching it. So, you know. <laughs> but, dude, for real. I've got, did you know that newborn babe? Okay, these are from... TheActiveTimes.com. Ridiculous facts you didn't know were true. You could check this out on Tots420.com in the menu under Dude for Real. <laughs> so number Dude for Real fact number one. Ridiculous fact number one. Newborn babies can't drown. Well, I'm sure like they could, but listen to this, okay? Newborn babies can't drown because their windpipes close in response to being submerged. However, that reflex disappears at six months. Now, the guys at Active Times do not recommend testing this on your child. I found out about this from the doctor when my first child was born. And I tested it up. I mean, safely. <laughs> Me and my kid's mom. We're in the pool with her, and I said, "Let's see if she does. Let's see if she swims." Because apparently, when they're newborn, if you drop them in, they swim back up to the top and they hold the breath like it works. So I dropped her in, and she whoop went down, and then like looped up like a little baby dolphin <laughs> to to her mom. So don't try it. I can tell you, it is true. I have done it with my child. <laughs> All right. Did you know? I don't know why I did that. Did you know that Pez candy was invented to help people quit smoking cigarettes? That's right. It was the original defector of the cigarettes. <laughs> defector? I don't know. <laughs> the original Pez dispensers were shaped similarly to a cigarette lighter. So that way you could get the, you know, the flicking and the feeling of the pop pop. But you still don't get the act of the smoke, man. I wonder if it worked. I wonder if it caused more cavities too. Like, did it go up in dentistry? Work, whatever. And here's another, okay, so for the last do for real fact, did you know that the human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap? This is my question for this, okay? You see all these serial killers or like, you've, there's, you know, they, 
They eat people. They kill them. They eat them. Okay? Why have none of them ever made soap? They always look so dirty. <laughs> make You can make seven bars out of one person. You killed seven people. Dude, you have soap for life. I'm just saying. Doesn't make sense to me. Now that I know this fact, it might be a fact. I don't know. You can look them up on Tots420.com in the menu under Dude For Real. <laughs> Dude, I'm high. This is too much fun. But yeah, those, that's, can you, why are they so dirty, man? Have a shower. You've got soap. <laughs> I don't get it. I hope you enjoyed your Friday. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni. And I hope you come back next week. At 4.20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Good Pods, Podchaser, wherever you get a podcast. It's out there. Yeah. I'm stoned. <laughs> Don't forget to check out Tots420.com. Check out the menu for our links for our affiliates with uh, pretty awesome glass bombs and uh, accessories. Um, check out the Tots420 shop for some new merch. Get your shirts. Get your shirts. <laughs> Yeah, check it all out. Check out all the awesome stuff at tots420.com. Until next time, keep your lids low, baby. <laughs>